Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for August 1st, 2020. On Saturday, August 1st of 1981 at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time, MTV was officially launched with the words, Ladies and Gentlemen, Rock and Roll, spoken by John Lack and played over footage of the first space shuttle launch countdown of Columbia, which took place earlier that year, and of the launch of Apollo 11. Those words were immediately followed by the original MTV theme song, a crushing rock tune playing over the American flag changed to show MTV's logo, changing into different textures and designs. MTV had originally planned to use Neil Armstrong's One Small Step quote, but Lawyer said that Armstrong owned his name and likeness and that he refused, so the quote was replaced with a beeping sound. A shortened version of the shuttle launch ID ran at the top of every hour in different forms, from MTV's first day until it was pulled in early 1986 in the wake of the Challenger disaster. The first music video shown on MTV was The Buggles' Video Killed the Radio Star, written in 1977, and it was an overt choice, which would indeed come to pass almost overnight, and record sales would, from that day forward, be linked to the visuals associated with the band. MTV paved the way for a host of invaders from abroad, Def Leppard, Adam Ant, Madness, Eurythmics, The Fix, and Billy Idol, to name just a few. In return, grateful Brits, even superstars like Pete Townsend and The Police, have mugged for MTV promo spots and made the phrase, I want my MTV, a household commonplace. MTV's effect was immediate in areas where the new music video channel was carried, and within two months, record stores in areas where MTV was available were selling music that local radio stations were not playing. Bands like Men at Work, Bow Wow Wow, and The Human League. MTV also sparked the second British invasion with UK acts led by Duran Duran, who had been accustomed to using music videos for half a decade some of which appeared on the BBC's Top of the Pops, featuring heavily on the channel. MTV was not without its criticisms, however, particularly when it came to its overwhelmingly lily-white programming. Rock videos by white musicians dominated the fledgling cable network's airwaves. That all changed in 1983 when the late, great David Bowie sat down with VJ Mark Goodman as part of a press junket for Bowie's massively commercially successful album, Let's Dance. Here's David Bowie in his own words. I'd like to ask you something. Yeah, we'll see, you know, all right. um, it, it occurred to me, having watched MTV over the last few months, um, that it's, 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 got, it's a solid enterprise with it and it's got a lot going for it. I'm just floored by the fact that there's so, many bl so few black artists featured on it. Why is that? I think that we're trying to move in that direction. We want to play artists that seem to be doing music that fits into what we want to play for MTV. There's the, the company is thinking in terms of narrow casting. That's evident. Um, it's evident in the fact that the only few black artists that one does see are on about 2.30 in the morning or, or to around 6. Of course, Michael Jackson's Thriller had just been released in January of the same year, and by the final week of March, Billie Jean was in heavy rotation. 
Next came Beat It, Prince's Little Red Corvette, Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant joined the rotation in mid-June. At the end of August, She Works Hard for the Money by Donna Summer, Herbie Hancock's Rocket, and Lionel Richie's All Night Long were placed in heavy rotation by the end of October, and Donna Summer's Unconditional Love was in heavy rotation by early November of that same year. When Jackson's elaborate video for Thriller was released on November 14th of 1983, the network support for it was total. Subsequently, more pop and R&B videos were played on MTV. So, beginning in 1983, as far as black programming went, well, I guess you could say the rest was history. And although MTV began with a rock format in mind, the popularity of pop music, hip-hop, and R&B among the general public left the network no choice but to respond. MTV went on to program much, much more than music videos alone. In 1984, the channel produced the first MTV Video Music Awards, or VMAs. That first awards show was punctuated by a live performance by Madonna of Like a Virgin. The statuettes that are handed out at the VMAs are of the MTV Moon Man, the channel's original image from its first broadcast in 1981. Presently, the Video Music Awards are MTV's most watched annual event. MTV Unplugged launched in 1989, TRL in 1998, and MTV First in 2011. MTV has produced over 400 non-music shows, including True Life, Pimp My Ride, The Real World, The Osbournes, Punked, Jackass, and of course, Beavis and Butthead. Now, it's true that MTV's market share isn't what it used to be. YouTube, iTunes, and the litany of original programming coming from the likes of Netflix and Amazon may indeed be the end of the road for MTV. But for three decades, MTV was king. It was my childhood, and I bet for some of you it was yours too. One last bit of trivia. That first video that MTV aired, The Buggles' Video Killed the Radio Star, features a lowly synth player turned multi-Academy Award-winning composer and titan of film music, Hans Zimmer, clad from head to toe in black leather. Anyway, the next time you're on YouTube, have a look for yourself. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.